0: We are uneducated icons. We are uneducated in every way, let's be honest. Yeah. So introduce yourself to the class. Uh, Danielle, our first year mm-hmm. at university. Slay. Slay. <laughs> um, I study childhood and youth studies mm-hmm. with criminology. Educated icons. Slay. Slay. <laughs> catchphrase. Save it for the podcast. I've oh, got so much to tell you, actually. I made a list. That's it. Okay. How did you introduce yourself? I'm Hetty. Uh, I'm a student nurse, she doesn't want to be, but she still is. She hasn't dropped out yet. She's working on it. (laughs) Also, don't tell you. No, you have to tell me that. I applied to the police. Oh yeah, the apprenticeship. Yeah, that's about it really. First year, here, (laughs) vibing, feeling, seeing what's occurring. Um, um, Shall we start off with some of our (laughs) viewers' issues? (laughs) Oh okay. Yes. So we've, got on big- <laughs> we've got one on our big screen first. This one, I like this one. Okay. So one of one of you guys, my flatmate keeps bringing boys round, and I'm in a room next to her, and I hear every noise when she brings lads back. Oh. Oh. How would you advise her? Um. The thing is, mm. the hard truth is that realistically you are just gonna have to deal with it. You are at uni, people are getting in. Yeah. Not in an inappropriate way, <laughs> just gonna. <laughs> you can talk to your flatmate. Yeah. But there isn't really anything that she can do other no. than be quieter, but she's probably not gonna wanna do that. No, especially if it's different guys. Yeah. She's got to like... Cause it's boys, it's plural. Yeah, exactly, the grammar in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think like you are at uni, so you do have to deal with it to an extent. But if it's getting, like, disrespectful. Yeah. Like, for example, this girl, or this guy, could be, like myself, a student nurse, having to get up at 4am. Yeah. And that, um, that's disrespectful. But then you should explain. Yeah. Like, you Just be like, look, I've got placement, I've got to be doing this. Is I need job? you to shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, we are on edge. I think, yeah, though. she's just gonna have to explain if there's a circumstance, but otherwise I think you're at uni, baby, you're just gonna have to yeah. get over it. And just remember mm. that if you are in first year, or even in second year, yeah next year will be better as well yeah if you're first year like neither of us are living with the people we're living with next yeah, year yeah exactly. not, not <laughs> no, no you're gonna sleep on my floor though <laughs> absolutely <laughs> totally um i don't like my friend's boyfriend but she's in love with him a lot of like male rela- this is what i think yeah. you need to realize girls and guys men are the issue so yeah i don't like my friend's boyfriend but she's in love with him the thing is she's your friend yeah you've got to prioritize your friend yeah but I do think, <laughs> just basically, okay. guys, for a bit of context, while we're filming this, while recording this, there's a massive, like, bloody massive glass bit. And then people keep giving me the side eye. I can't believe <laughs> it. This definitely a in room. <laughs> there's people next door. and They're going to be able yeah, can definitely hit all of your icon incidents. But it's fine. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah, you need to prioritize your friendship. But part of that is, why don't you like the boyfriend? If you don't like the boyfriend because you're just not vibing, Mm. is that your own issue yeah. with your own insecurities yeah but if you're seeing like red flags in this guy that is on un- then like, raise yeah yeah it's not good for your friends like mental health and all those kind of things and obviously have that discussion yeah but with your friend don't make it confrontational no be like um i'm not really vibing with this and yeah because of this and this just be like highlighting things to like look here's the situ yeah I'm, i do <laughs> but yeah i think if it's a genuine like you think this is unsafe, your bestie, then obviously you can bring that up. Yeah, but, but if communication all... is key. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like a little thing that you're like, "Oh, don't really like that," then mm. to me that just sounds like a huge problem. You don't. you kind of just gotta. Be there for your friend. Mm. Wait, how many group chats is too many group oh, chats? good last right. question. <gasps> but I wasn't even in group chats until I started uni. Really? No, yeah. I'm in so many. So, for context. Yeah, you I probably have family. more than me. I went to boarding school. And before that, I went to two different schools. And I had so many bloody group chats. Because as well, the thing about boarding is it would be like, you have a group chat minus like minus two people because there's drama. And yeah. there must be a group chat without me, but I wouldn't know what they're saying. To be fair, actually, <laughs> do I tell you about this, right? I found out the other week, well, like a month ago, that there's a group chat called Hetty's whereabouts, or like, where is Hetty? What? Basically, people just discuss where I am and they don't know because I just sort of go off the radar. Oh. And it's like, when you look at it, it's like, is anyone, has anyone heard anyone hair in the past few days? And people are like, yeah, it's fine, I heard from her the other day. Oh. Or like, people are like, no, I haven't actually. And then people are like, anyone got her on like, like 360 or snap maps? And people are like, no, should we find out where she is? And then have to ask like my bestie, who wasn't in this chat, and then someone should know, and she wouldn't. Oh my God, that's, that's <laughs> not actually kind of cute though. It's really awesome, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also like. Do you want to tell you about organising? No. So my go-to organising, for context, in Italy, went on a summer holiday with loads of my best mates in Yeah. One of my friends is Italian, so we stayed at our house, so we didn't have to organise that. But everything else just got organised by people, and I just paid them back and turned up. Yeah. Like that's my vibe. Yeah. But I basically, in a moment about this, so for context guys, my placement right now is quite intense, quite rough, so I'm on a holiday afterwards. So I booked one. <laughs> by yourself? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm just going. Okay, first. So I had to book things, and I booked plane and right, hotel, yeah. and that's it. How far away is the airport to the hotel? It's fine, so I've been there before, so I'm going to be airport. Right, okay. I've been before, so that's fine. I know okay. how to get from airport to hotel, because the hotel's really only one we used to stay at. Okay, that's fine. However, I have no idea how to get from uni to airport. Which airport If i Are <laughs> like. there any other things I need to do? Like, do what I need mean? a passport? I've got, I mean, I've got a passport. Do you need a visa? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you need to Google the border control in Vienna. Okay, we'll put that on to after this. <laughs> do I need a COVID test? I just don't know. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't think I need a visa. Okay. Why do you know like, global geography but not UK I mean, geography? <laughs> I don't no, no, so I know I global geography for two reasons. Firstly, my family's Austrian. Okay. So like, I know where Austria is. All right, first. Secondly, because me and my bestie are planning a European trip and we okay. basically. Are you going to be- Europe? Yeah, yeah, but that's in the yeah. summer, that's like a month in the summer yeah, like yeah. together. Okay. Because this is for like three nights on my own. And everyone I've told these, I'm mad, but I'm just like, whatever. Well, I went to the Lake District by I myself. Yeah, like Wednesday. Today? Yeah. I've never been to the Lake District. I thought you had to like drive there. Well, this is the thing. So. Here's the thing. Standing in a- friends. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> The thing is, I found this waterfall right. in the Lake District. It's called Aeroforce. Uh, cute. That I really wanted Sounds to like go to. Trainers. Yeah. And I found the nearest train station. So I had to find out like, how to get from where we are now yeah. to the train station. Then I realised that it was like a half an hour drive between oh. the... So then I had to work out how to get from the train station to the waterfall and there was a bus. Oh, that's, that's good. The, the bus, right? So the buses are like every three hours, <laughs> right? And because it's the north. No offence. I have like a slight issue with the north. <laughs> a slight issue? <laughs> a slight issue. Yeah. Cool midwife. Oh, um, no, don't even get to started. Don't even. even. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone here wants to midwife, we're going to sit the club it's basically a club, but they just call it a society to sound bougie. <laughs> or it'll just be an extra cult, because apparently societies in this university have just become cults. Oh, really? Oh, have you oh, gone to Grey's go go Society yet? Yeah. <gasps> no, I, oh, I, went, missed I it. went yesterday. Oh, yeah. There was literally like only four of us. Oh. And two of them were from the committee. They give us gossip about the girls' room society. <gasps> It's like a society. Also, I wanna like no, it's not a challenge because I don't want people to stalk us. But when, as many societies and things we mentioned, can you work out what uni we're at? <laughs> Carry on. Um, <coughs> but apparently, one of the girls went to that society. Yeah. And it was like a cult, and they felt so left out, no. like excluded. But. The mm, icon. The icon. Is, you know. <laughs> um. So I tried to, like, fit in and, like, yeah. get them to like me because I didn't know you and, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't know Alicia until... But, <laughs> like, like, I felt like I had to change to, like, fit in. Yeah, you should know. That's one thing, actually. But, yeah. If, like, even this probably isn't going to have any contacts because we probably cut out the past, like, five minutes. <laughs> so one thing I would say is... If you are joining a group or a society or uni or anything, don't change yourself yeah. to fit in. Yeah. Because if you continue being yourself, you will find the people you fit in yeah. with. You will find your tribe, as yeah. they used to say back in the day, yeah. like 2014. Like, changing my... things thing is, like all those people... We, so we went on, a, like, a mini-golf a mini trip. Oh, wow. Well, with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Daniel, <laughs> and other friends, and went on a mini-golf trip. And there's some other people as well that couldn't make it, but... Those people, if we had, like, if yourself and myself, to be fair, had continued to like try and fit in with like flatmates or like other people yeah. in certain societies, um, then we wouldn't have necessarily found those people, which you know me, and that would yeah, be yeah. like a shame, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think you've got to continue being yourself and then yeah. just see what happens. And like, you're not gonna make friends straight away, no. Making friends at uni is 10 times harder than what I thought it would be because, yeah. like, I don't get on with my flatmates, and I think at uni it's actually quite lucky if you do. Mm. And it is just luck because, I think, like for me, I do get on my flatmates. Yeah, but it's, it's one of those things where we don't have loads and loads and loads in common, but we yeah. all live together. We all get on really well. Yeah, but I think that's fine if you're going to do that. But then for those friends that you know you're going to have forever and you have really really deep connection with, you're not yeah. going to find them in your flat. No, I'm yeah. Sorry to break that to you, yeah. but it's just not going to happen. I would encourage you to join societies. Oh yeah, totally. Like, we met through a society. Even though yeah. that society wasn't for us, that's yeah. how we met. Yeah. And, like, you and Annalie, like, I know you didn't meet through grades at but you could have done, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where... Like, the getting yourself yeah. getting yourself out there yeah. is the hardest thing. Oh, totally. It's definitely... A, but uni will literally tip you upside down. Oh, yeah. See, like, for me, I thought I would, like, breeze through it, because I'm, like, I've been to loads of different schools, I went to boarding yeah. school... Um, I've, like, joined loads of different friendship groups throughout my years, and, like, I joined my church when everyone else had been going for their whole life, yeah. and I hadn't, um, and I was like, I can make friends, I know how to, like, interact with people, yeah. and I do, but it, uni is just a bit different, because yeah. everybody is so drastically different, and so yeah. many different backgrounds, like, some people here are, like, 25, yeah. who, obviously, have a completely different set point in their mind, mm-hmm. and that doesn't make Your sense. Your personal... <laughs> You are. <laughs> Separated what, like a different mindset. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, your values and your morals mm-hmm. and matter so much at university. Oh, totally. Because then you... Because you're more mature at uni, or yeah. you're meant to be. Um, and you tend to find people that are your level of maturity. Yeah. and Like, you have the same goals and aspirations mm-hmm. as you. Because you're all at university for a degree. You're all oh, paying yeah. tons of, amount of money for the degree. You all have... Even though it seems sometimes that people don't actually care about the degree. Mm. But you are all here because you want to be here. Yeah. And if you didn't, you would have either dropped out already. Exactly. Or you're gonna. Do you actually mark? Do you want to join in? I'm just admiring the people. No, but this is the thing, actually. I think some people come for the uni experience. And some people come for university. Yeah. And I think as well, it's difficult. So whoever's listening. <laughs> whoever's listening? Maybe no one. But whoever's <laughs> listening. I think, like, so we're Christians. And we can yeah. obviously certain, like, beliefs about certain things. Nothing to too drastic, to be honest with Rachel. But, yeah. it's like, a lot of people come for uni for certain things, and that isn't necessarily what you're coming for. But if that's okay. Whether that's because of your faith, or because you're back yeah. home, whatever. Just because you're not coming for the uni experience doesn't mean you're not going to fit in. You need, just need to find people that, Are yeah, like you. Exactly. Like, we love a night out, but yeah. some people in our group wouldn't go on a night out, so yeah. I, I would go out every night if I could, but <laughs> <laughs> like I came with no friends. No, never. Um, a lot of people did, though. Like what? look Yeah. Like, they went to uni with their friends, and I'm like, I don't know why I didn't do that, but I'm also glad I didn't, oh, because yeah. they would have held me back in, like, the nicest way possible, because mm. we've all been able to, like, grow and be our own selves. So do you still talk to your friends from home? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good, because I, I know some people that completely cut off all their friends from home when they come to uni. Yeah, no. and I know. And I know people that have, like, done that to me and my friendship group, and it... It really breaks my heart actually because I'm like, we have so much history. Yeah. And I know with the individual I'm thinking about, I'm like, I'm sure the people that they're living with and their flatmates, are now, I'm sure they're lovely people. Actually, we were there through those like two, three years of yeah. our life. And I'm like, actually, if they want to reach out about that, they're going to have to re explain everything, keep those, that stability back at home. Yeah. Just right. Because I think sometimes having a conversation where you don't have to explain everything is just so much more yeah. like cathartic. Because I feel like at uni, people that actually know you, and no. that's nice because like, I remember when I first came to uni, and I was able to talk to my family and be like, mm-hmm. the best thing about uni is that nobody knows you. Yeah. And you can be whoever you want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, not in a two-faced or, like, a no. fake type of way. No, no, but totally. You're allowed to be whoever you want to be. You've got nobody or nothing holding yeah. you back. Um, but, yeah, like, I have a friend who I've kind of, like, lost touch with mm-hmm. since starting uni. Because um, our morals and our aims yeah. don't align. But I feel like that's just life oh but, it is people come and go yeah I don't get me wrong the girl i go going to Europe with I met on the first day of primary school and she's still my best mate that's cute and like that's great there have been people that have come and gone in between that and yeah. people that have tried to break us up as well yeah and actually you realise those people aren't ever going to matter yeah. and also but sometimes break right, those friendships if they're not working yeah and if they're actually making you not a better person yeah but the thing as well about uni is the fact that no one knows you as you said but don't make yourself someone you don't recognise. Yeah. Because I definitely tried to get on freshers because yeah I had a life before Jesus, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, and I definitely tried to revert back to that because I could. And yeah. I had to like, look at myself and go, actually, that's not a positive thing to do because I know yeah. who I am. Yeah. But I didn't want to be that person. I've found people who I can be chill with <laughs> mm-hmm. and also... Drink with Yeah. I think as you think about uni as well is that you've got to be really careful who you go out with. Like yeah. really careful because they can be the best person in the world but if a guy or a girl or yeah. someone comes along you are literally they will be yeah. you are by yourself at uni. Yeah. Like I would never go into town. Like during freshers mm-hmm. I knew nobody. No. So I wouldn't go into town, go around the nightclubs and stuff because I know that I'd be my own responsibility getting back mm-hmm. because at the start of the year Nobody knows you, so nobody actually gives a f- <gasps> about you. No, they could, they could walk away with you, and yeah. You. And like, don't get me wrong, I met my flatmates who I go out with all the time and are great really yeah. to go out with. But you do always have to have in the back of your mind if something happens, I am on my own, yeah. And it, it thank the Lord, it never has. But I think that's just that about you, know, you've got to be aware of who you're going out yeah. with, you've got to be so aware just because. Yeah, I can sober up and get someone else home. But can yeah. someone, if someone if sober up and get me home if I need it? Yeah, but you need to carry on why you're crying. But call a oh, midwife. Yeah. Oh my oh gosh. Yeah. No. You're going to have to edit this. It's like, yeah. this crazy. <laughs> but I literally write the episode. Married about is not on until another two weeks. Because I haven't the... seen this week's episode. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. But. So I was going to say, actually, I thought I'd seen this week. But I haven't. Thinking about it. When I cry, I bawl. So Jemima called the midwife. Someone, a character who's like dies. No, she doesn't die, but she's ill. But like,
1: is this still looking? I
0: don't want to say. (laughs) Oh, it is. (laughs) No, but like, is she alive at the end of it? Yeah, but she's in bed and she's she's got this infection. Like, I was crying for a good 40 minutes after the episode ended. It was, like, it was actually devastating. And it's not on in another two weeks. So she's probably (gasps) going to die. (gasps) And we don't know. (laughs) We're going to be okay. No, but, like, I was on FaceTime with one of my friends back home. But then she ended up, like, wait, let me show you this picture. That she made to, like, mock me. To be fair, though, actually, right? They're, that's something about crying. I will cry like a cool midwife. I cry at TikToks all the time. Yeah. But if something really traumatizing happens, I just can't cry. So should we make this? Oh, we'll and definitely then, put this on Instagram. that me crying. Oh, 100% this is going on the Insta. No, do you know what I was actually gonna say, right? So I cried the other day, I just remembered This TikTok, let me just find out what they're called. Yeah. The Ian Bow Coffee Shop. Basically, I think right. it's in America. Okay. It is the most wholesome TikTok account you've ever seen. So honestly, it has to Google it to get home. Um, they give jobs to people with like additional needs and stuff. Um, like teaching people um, and like young adults and stuff to make coffee and serve coffee. And it is the most wholesome thing I've ever seen. Aww. And there's loads of stories of like um, the parents of these young adults yeah. saying how the coffee shop's given their children like opportunities and stuff. And it is so wholesome. And I cried throughout the whole page and I like, watched oh. the whole thing. It's <laughs> so wholesome. So if anyone, go and, go and support the coffee shop because <laughs> shout out. <laughs> You know Two of hearts Two of hearts Yeah it's like a 10 minute phone call It's like we'll call back in two weeks and see what you're thinking but basically if I wanted to restart as a first year next year doing like yeah. my or something I could but what now what, or next year next year Finish this year I want to finish like clinical skills and stuff yeah that's fair because cool. it's one of those things where the nursing thing is, is so difficult yeah but I feel like if I found if I found my vibe I'd be alright yeah and I think the thing about nursing school is that I can study all I like but I've still got to get through those shifts I've still got to turn up and yeah. that's the difficult thing and I know, obviously, when I actually started working, I would be doing those shifts, but it would be, it would be just so different, I think. <laughs> I would say, the way I would sum up the NHS at the moment, everyone who works there loves their job and really wants to be there. is amazing at their job. Nurses, HDAs, everyone. Yeah. But, I don't know, there just seems to be some sort of disconnect between caring and being on the ward and, yeah. or being an alien or whatever. And then, actually, whoever is running the whole show is a hospital not like all managers and all they're amazing but yeah okay. yeah you also need to look at nursing like a student nurse or like yeah, the yeah. nurse in school yeah. but why is there not enough students to go through the process because the dropout rate is yeah. so excessively high because what, it, do what do is the what they drop themselves into what is the report rate? it's like 33 so um. they qualify it's like people drop out during like first second year and then once yeah. you qualify within that first year a further 20% drop out, I think that I could be making those numbers up but like it's just such an intense job yeah that it's hard work and people don't realise what the us is into. yeah the thing is I feel so drastically different so my shift yesterday I felt so drastically different about to like my third shift after my third shift I just felt so drained everything but after yesterday yeah sure I felt drained it was a long shift but because I could just get on with stuff even if it's just doing blood pressures doing temperatures yeah, yeah I could just get it makes it so much easier you feel so much more fulfilled at the end of it yeah. Which is the reason why I think any student nurses out there that are struggling, I think you need to just keep pushing through. Because yeah, I might, not, I might quit after the end of the I don't know, but I just think you have to push on through through your placement. Don't quit before your placement's over, because you will feel very different at the end of it to the start. Love a good old politics. I can't believe Nicola freaking Sturgeon Yeah, she's resigned, right? In context, I won't be speaking for the next 10 minutes. It's just gonna be Danielle doing a little speech, so we'll just leave her to it. I'll pop in. Basically, Nicola Sturgeon was the one that, the party is primary for Scottish independent, which is driven by Nicola Sturgeon. Now, Nicola Sturgeon did an Indy Ref one, which was the independent referendum in like 2014, I think it was. She lost it, then Brexit happened. Now she's trying to fight for an Indy Ref two. She's leaving. Well, she died. So is she just dropping out, like Liz did? Yeah, basically. Wait, click on it, because I actually don't- Well, while I click on it, let me tell you a fun story about Liz Truss. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I got on the plane to go to Italy in the summer, right? And as we flew out of the country, I was leaving behind England, which (laughs) which was run by Queen Liz and Boris Johnson. I mean, we have opinions about Boris, but anyway. And then, when I landed back in the country, Liz Truss and King Charles were in charge. My whole world, I think, broke that week. <laughs> it was so traumatizing. Yeah, but then, you You queued up for the Queen. I did, I did queue up for the Queen. Actually, let's talk about that. A bit. Yeah. Me and my best mate, um, Jamie, shout out to Jamie. Uh, me and Jamie, so basically, me and Jamie queued up to see the Queen, and it was such a strange experience, but it was actually a really nice experience as well. Um, and did I tell you as well, my birthday is the same week, as, well, what? the same day as the coronation. Really? So me and Jamie are going to the coronation, and then afterwards we go clubbing. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to honour the King. Exactly. She- I'm just reading this article by BBC of why did Nicholas Sturgeon resign as First Minister? Oh, the first right? line... Oh, yeah. The first line is... In my head and my heart, I know that time is now. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you, not, are you not waiting for the Indiref too? Are you not waiting? It's a question. What is the I question? politics. Yeah. Okay. Why is the death of Alan Angus cementing her decision? Mm. Independent activist, Alan Angus died. Yeah. And that cemented her... No, it's Peter Morrell. It's her husband? Yes. is married to oh. the chief... The, married to the chief executive officer of SMP. Well, that just represents how corrupt oh, I was saying, the I government is. <laughs> just discussing Hinge. <laughs> Has anyone got Hinge or Tinder? I have. Have you got Hinge? Have you got? Yeah, have that's you got the salt? guy. Yeah. Okay, oh, so Salt is a question dating yeah, app. I was with you when oh, you yeah, literally yeah, get I them. I you get it, actually. Yeah. Oh. I can't imagine that you should go. So no, neither can I. But I also said that, and look where I am. I'm on three. <laughs> Because the thing is about all these dating apps is everyone just like like ninety percent of people do just want a shag. Yeah. And that's the same for Salt. but they give you like three days of I'm a lovely Christian boy until you find out. Yeah. Anyone yeah. on... that I'm talking to currently on any of these apps, I don't mean you. <laughs> I, don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually spoken to anyone on Salt. because really? I you I like that girl. yeah, but I like it when men message me first. Dave yeah, is what you are. <laughs> I'm not needy. I just like to be. Yeah, maybe I am just needy. Um, but there was a nice lad who I was talking to for like a split second. But he's like, he's like the mold version of a Christian, of a perfect Christian boy. Oh. He's from a nuclear family. He's, um. his dad is um, an elder at the church. Mm. He's in the worship band with his mm. mom. Um, <laughs> then I told him that I don't want kids. Mm. Um, but he uh, sounds like he would <laughs> yeah because he does he yeah. wants kids of his own I just... mean don't get me wrong I'm not rolling my eyes but I also am <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's very cliche and I just feel like I'm way too broken for like yeah. a perfect no so I don't think you're growing up well well Beth, Beth are both are broken to well extent, but... in the sense of like because I obviously do not come from a nuclear family yeah are you family oriented I was like no not really <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I, just... I think it's just one of those things. That actually, with the whole dating is that people expect too much. I feel yeah. But then, or like there's this like expectation of like getting married <laughs> yeah, young. And, yeah, getting married young and having kids mm. and like, you especially know, especially in Christian circles. Especially. Yeah, especially. and I aren't the stay at home when type of person. Mm. Want a career, and I know what I want yeah. a career in, and I wanna. I know where I wanna end up, mm-hmm. and. I don't want to say that kids hold you back, but for no. me to be able to have the career that I aim to have, mm. they are going to prevent me from doing that. And by yeah. the time I've reached that, I'm going to be infertile. <laughs> so. Which <We're trying> to... <laughs> yeah. I anyway, To be fair, this is something I've always said. Like, I've always said, when I was younger, my ambition, I was going to be um, an army doctor, I was going to be prime minister, and I was going to have eight kids. Yeah. That was my dream when I was this yeah. And to be fair, I don't want to do those things anymore, but I still have that kind of thing of... I have big ambitions, but I yeah. Kids. So, for typical Christian boys, depending on their domination depends on their ideas. Because if I said to this guy, no criticism, no criticism to him. But if yeah. I said, I would expect you to be a stay-at-home dad. He yeah. would be like, no. So oh, I see it's, I have my ambitions, and I'm going to yeah. get to those. Yeah. In terms of like my creative ambitions, but also my career ambitions. I'm going to get to those. If you want to come along for that ride, that's great. And I'll yeah. come along for the ride for your ambitions. Yeah. But we're both, I'm, I'm not willing to give up. I'll, I'll give, some, obviously, some things you have to sacrifice. But yeah. those big things, I never want to give up. And I don't expect them no. to give up them either. No. I feel like you could be in a relationship with someone who didn't have ambitions. Yeah. Like, as much as stay at home dad, But yeah. then I feel like they would have no personality. This is yeah. why I'm going to be single forever, guys. <laughs> I think as well is you've just got to kind of be on the same page I think yeah. the, it's, it's a lot worse like fine you're going to stop talking to a guy after a week because you're not on that same page that's yeah. fine but at least it's not a year down the line before you have that conversation yeah exactly and you know I do think I don't know about your church at home but my church at home and the church that we both go to here yeah you do see time and time again people getting married 20, 21, 22 20. yeah they've got kids by 23, 24 and yeah. that is such a normal image you see of Christianity yeah i think that is that classic image that people have of the church i think yeah we still have that daughters yeah. is taking my daughters into the church environment but well, don't get me wrong i think the church community is amazing and yeah. i want my kids to grow up in it because i didn't not yeah. that infected me but no but also, i'm the same like yeah I, I didn't grow up in that church environment and i think the people that i know that did i think it's they love it that it was amazing but yeah. i don't want my daughters to grow up with that image of i'm gonna get married at 22 i'm gonna have a kid that's yeah. gonna be it for me some people, that works for them. But yeah. Some families, I know, that works for them so well. But I'm also like, if that isn't what works for you, like, for me, my life ambition currently is to get through uni and then by 30, I'm just going to, whatever I'm doing, I'm just going to quit it all and go make films and win an Oscar. Like, I know that's so yeah. not going to happen. But it's like, I have those ambitions and I think, if I was like, I'm going to get married at 22, that wouldn't happen. And that brings yeah. them up because there's so, so many women need to just, like, get out there and do stuff. Yeah. I mean, my grandma, I love my grandma, but she is, like, my Christian, like, she is a vicar, Mm. so she is, yeah. Yeah. But she has that image of me, like, going to uni, but then settling down, getting married, having kids. Like, I had a conversation with her yesterday and saying, I don't want to have kids. And she was like, yeah, but you will. You will when you're older. Yeah, Yeah. and she was like, you're too young to decide. But I think that everyone our age knows whether they want to have kids. I think deep down, yeah. Yeah So deep down I know I want kids whether yeah. I have them myself or I adopt them or they come from my partner's yeah. relationship, whatever that is, I know in my future I see myself like an children yeah. bringing children up in whatever capacity that is. Yeah. But I do I do think if you if you think I don't want them, that might change, but I think it's not yeah super. The thing, I thing to. is I do want to bring up kids, like you just yeah, said, like know. I do wanna but I also feel like they are coming out of me. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> a fair thing. Would you say? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Yeah. But it's also like, having kids does not... Like, yeah. Mm. I just feel like, one, this world isn't great to bring up kids. And there are so many kids out there who have already started their lives that need an opportunity. And I would rather give someone else's kid the best opportunity than have... My own kids. Mm -hmm. When I can just give it to someone else. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, well that's the time. Out in the wild. Oh, let's play out in the wild episode. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna play you. My friends had a dilemma, shall we say? Yeah. And this is us advising her. We'll put that like Hello. This is Uneducated Icons in the Wild. Today we've got what? Anonymous asking us a dilemma. Are you ready for the dilemma? <laughs> All right. As a part of my course, yeah, we do web-based assessments every week with like one module. There's 15 questions, and I've been doing it with my friend ever since the start. I went, but I did it by myself this week. It took me 20 minutes instead of like an hour. Usually it takes us. Yeah. I well, I get good marks on them. Just saying, but. Yes, girl. We do it together. Educated icon. You know, this this probably sounds bad, but like if she were not doing it with me sat next to her, she wouldn't get as good marks as I do, right? So I want to tell this piss off, but I don't know how to do that. So what I'd say is, firstly, yes, girl, you work, getting them grades. Anything to say, (laughs) Danielle? What I would say... (laughs) The lecturer said, said, you do it with your friends if you want, and so ever since the start, she'd be like, oh, yes, we do it together. But now I'm like, no, we want to do do it together. I would suggest that you say, I value your input when we work together. But I think I would rather work by myself on this project, see how it goes, and then possibly work together again in the future. That wasn't my suggestion. What was your suggestion? I was going to suggest to write a song. <laughs> write a song? Write a song telling you, you didn't want to work with her and then perform it at karaoke when she's there. <laughs> <laughs> and then drop the mic and walk out. <laughs> Just make it really sarcastic, because you will know exactly what you mean. She's like, hmm... This just isn't working. It's not you, it's me. Probably and then just change a couple of lyrics, be like, me, hi, you're the problem, not me. <laughs> and that's the end of it in the wild. ding a ling a So the next, the next segment that we have created, I don't know why we created it, because it's just going to totally embarrass us, but have you got any, what I would call, eye incidents? Like, have you done anything this week where you thought, oh my goodness, what have you done? About an hour ago, I had a drive in the lesson, sorry. And um, one of the issues that I have is speeding. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I am really, I've got my test in like a month. Mm -hmm. So I'm really trying to focus on not going over the speed limit. Um, However, I end up still going over the speed limit. So what I've started to do is while I'm looking at the speedometer thing, going, right, like it's like a 30, I need to, like, slow down. Um, if I go over, I make this sound, and I go, oh. <laughs> no. Nice. Because I drive around... <laughs> <laughs> um, but most of it is, like, 20, 30 miles per hour, which, to me, is, like, really slow. Mm. So when you've got the odd road that's, like, 60, it's like, Ooh. I'm down. down, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, what's your well incident. i mean mine okay if we are talk about driving stories i can't drive either i haven't had driving lessons for about six months because it was traumatizing basically i'm just going to summarize it in the same i always summarize it i had 10 lessons i never left third gear okay that's how i'm going to summarize it i was toasted, to a ditch too many times let's move on but my i come into the, of the week i locked myself out of a bedroom i basically my bathroom light broke. And the uni right. we're at, we have like people that come and fix stuff. And I never take my keys to work, because I'm like, I'm going to lose them, and they'll never be able to get back in my flat. So our yeah. front door, you can open without the keys. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, so you can open that, and then I just knock on the inside door to get into my actual, like, the bit of where eight of us live. Yeah. Um, so I knocked on it, got in. I went to go open my bedroom door, it was locked. And I was like, my keys are in there. How is it locked? It's because when the men come fix your they lock it behind you yeah. for safety. <laughs> so just bear in mind, this is after. Two 12-hour shifts with, like, five hours sleep in between. If that. I have to trace all the way down to security that I've got myself on. I venture you a let back in. He gives me a key. I have to go and let myself in. I have to go and run back and get the key. It was just, it was the worst night of my life. Very bad security from where you are. It's
1: yeah. like a 10-minute walk. It's a 10-minute walk at minimum. Minimum. Yeah. I'm an icon. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, so. Right, this
0: isn't a highlight at all. Yeah, but as much as I respect teachers and Mm. everyone striking in the current economic climate... I'm not going to get involved. (laughs) No comment. Probably for the best, because I'm going to get kicked out of uni (laughs) (laughs) with what I'm about to say. So, the people at the top of the chain... I don't even know who owns the uni. The people at the top of the chain, they are in charge of the budget, and the money distribution, the teachers striking are not impacting them. They're not giving- They're just impacting students. Yeah, we're losing out. Basically, the strikes are a piss take, and I'm not getting, <laughs> and my lecturers are not giving me teaching materials, oh, really? because they want, like, a full impact. impact but it's not, but it's not impacting anyone other than us. So it's like, and I understand that they have reasons to strike mm. but everyone literally everyone right now in the UK are finding t- a finding life hard yeah. no matter whether you're rich or whether you're poor you will have to budget you will have to cut down on spending because everyone is experiencing the same thing and I'm gonna take the microphone and make a quick side note so that I oh i just cracked up just so no one kills me i understand why nurses are striking i respect the strikes (laughs) i want to just clear up i respect the reasons to strike but i just feel like and i completely respect the nhs completely um they've done everything for the country literally everything they carried us during lockdown and i know people want to say well it wasn't just the nhs it was key workers but the nhs let us live given more the nhs the workers, the nurses, the doctors—literally everyone sacrificed. Yeah. There were so many stories of how nurses had to live in hotels so they had to protect, so they could protect their kids. Yeah, that was rough. I mean, I thankfully didn't have to work through it, but the student nurses that I know did, like, wow. I think, yeah, I have done that. and the drop-out way after lockdowns is just horrendous. Oh, exactly. Um, so I 100% respect the nurses and the—I mean, they're literally doing like a 48 our walkout and I completely respect that because they should fight for their lives because they helped us live out. As, as well as key workers and everyone else, they should really just at least put it on hold, at least just yeah. delay it so then the NHS can actually have their spotlight, have their moment yeah, of fame like because they deserve that. As well as, you it. Fair. you've earned the right to strike. <laughs> Teacher, well, not even teachers, but university lecturers, I really would like to have a discussion with you one day. Today's not that day. I'm just going to take the microphone away from Danielle before she gets herself fired for really. uni. <laughs> Basically, I got an email the other day, as did Danielle, saying someone's nominated What a coincidence, yes. though, that we've I'm, both got it. But I'm, so someone has nominated the two of us for, to be presidents. And to be president is like uni. You get like 20 grand. Yeah. You have to take a year out. So my, yeah. I would be president of like the health and social. Yeah. And yours would be. Okay, so I would be the arts and science, science president. president. I'd be health, social care, and medicine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is the... Thank you so much for joining us. I really hope this has been such an educating time for you guys. Um, It's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, even though we'll upload again. (laughs) The fact we're about to go and actually record another episode tells us it's not a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here with us. It's been fabulous. Um, And yeah, we'll see you again soon, hopefully with video footage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. It's been me, Hetty, and your host, Danielle, and it's been absolutely great. So, that's educated icons over and out. Bye. Uneducated icons in the house. <laughs> okay, let's let's, 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 let's okay. okay, you can turn it off now. <laughs>